This is Two Girls, One Mike, the show that talks about the holes and plot holes of your favorite porn. Welcome to Two Girls, One Mike, the porncast where we make documentary for the sexual learnings of America from Make Benefit, beautiful nation of Kazakhstan. Is it nice? I'm your co-host, Yvette Donkelman, and here is my lovely co-host, Alice Vaughn. Alice! Is it nice? Well, 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 well. Is it nice? It is a very nice. Um. I can't tell if I accidentally came across as like a half racist Italian or if people understood that that was a Borat impression. Was that bad? I don't know. I, it's, you can never tell with your own voice. You know, considering that I'm Eastern European, I will approve of this okay, horrific cool. yeah, accent. I will approve of all accents for at least this episode Okay, because cool. it's kind of within that region. Is it nice? Yes. Uh, we make a sexy time with uh, you and me and uh, a guest. Uh, guys, I'm so sorry. No, we're not sorry at all. I mean, we're, we're impersonating someone who's doing a bad uh, his own kind of made up impersonation of a bad European accent so I think anything kind of goes Jen Kui it's Jen Kui actually oh. so uh, we actually have a threesome today again oh yeah we do like our threesomes here we're having one today and we're having one to discuss Horat and our our guest today is legend Kai Bailey Kai thank you for joining us Thank you for having me. To refresh our, our listeners' memories, you might recognize the name Kai Bailey uh, from a porn that earlier this year Alex Jones was caught watching in the background of his computer. Kai, would you like to speak a little bit to your experience becoming a bit of a viral porn sensation from Alex Jones? Well, yeah. I mean, it was actually late last year in August. If you look at Google Trends, my my mentions spiked upward on that one month, which was pretty fantastic. It was kind of unbelievable because I've been a trans activist. Hey, we like to think the other things on you spike regularly. So we like that about you. That's fair. Um, <laughs> I like to spike, you know, having sex. You got to get in the right position. But uh, no, I was a trans activist for many years before I did porn. So it was kind of ironic and almost fitting that I ended up being involved with someone like Alex Jones, who I've been listening to for over a decade. Oh, my. So from what I'm aware of, the whole shtick was that someone screen grabbed. And so how did you find out about this? Did you just start getting traffic to your site? Did someone like at mention you or I mean, how did you figure this out? I was on Facebook, ironically enough, and saw somebody that I've worked with post a meme. They were like, Alex Jones watches trans porn. And I was like, this is hilarious. Oh, my God. I opened the meme and I'm reading it. And it had a bunch of crudely shaped, like photoshopped and done. And eventually I'm like looking at all these arrows that lead to the image of the porn that he watched. And I'm looking at the porn and I'm like, that's my leg. <laughs> because I could see Marissa Minx standing oh right there. God. I immediately was Googling it, and then all of a sudden it was like, oh my god, this is real. Then, like, I had to, like, reconfirm and do my own digging, because if you look at the screen grab from the video, I mean, I have multiple copies of the video, good quality, bad quality, and if you look at the copy of the video, the copy of the video that uh, the Tabby had You have the security footage of him watching it? I do. I broke into InfoWars. He's probably going to sue me, but, uh, the screen grab, actually, it has the title of the video. Someone will hear this and send it to him, and he'll think it happened. He's going to eat 
me for breakfast, as he would say. I'm going to be bone broth. But uh, the title of the video was on the tab, but he actually had it scrolled down over an overrelated video, which was with another male talent for the same company. So it was kind of hilarious because people thought it was that video and that someone was getting, like a male talent was bottoming, which was the video he had it scrolled over. But the video he had open was a video that we did together. It's kind of amazing. It's just really interesting to know that, I mean, the guy who forgets his children's name over chili, like what kind of porn he watches. I mean, I don't know if you watched the Joe Rogan experience yesterday. He was interviewed again. Yeah. And I don't know if you saw that. I didn't watch it yet. I think it was hard to miss it. It was trending on Twitter. Yeah, a little bit. I actually was watching it and my mouth dropped because he started basically going off on this rant about how he wanted this martial arts instructor, Eddie Bravo, to choke him out on the podcast. And he was like, I like to get choked out. I'll get choked out. And then he just, for no reason, brought up a conversation about how when he was, quote, 13, he was promiscuous from a young age just as he described it. He said he was promiscuous from age 12. And he hooked up with a 17-year-old girl when he was 13. And she said, the only way I'll have sex with you is if you let me put makeup on you. And he was like, "I I don't do gay stuff, but I let her put makeup on me. And then we had sex. And then a week later, she choked him out. He admitted this on the Joe Rogan podcast. I actually saw that clip. I stopped long before the had sex with a 17-year-old when I was 13 and she put makeup on me and then she choked me out. Part. Wow. Alex, you've yeah. you done lived, child. There is a root cause. Here's the question. Did the choking out cause the Alex or did the Alex lead to the choking out? We will never know. Was this baked into the cake or was this sprinkled in? He actually was talking about that he liked getting choked out because of that game kids used to play, like in grade school, where they'd push up against your throat with both their hands. Like, I don't know if you remember that game, but it would, no. like, make people black out. My friends played different games. We had, like, we played hide-and-seek. I once broke a kid's arm accidentally playing a game. Accidentally, Alice, come on. <laughs> like, Patreon content. The statute of limitations is up. You can talk about it now. <laughs> it was New Hampshire. Don't worry. That shit's legal. In two more years. All right. So, <laughs> Kai, uh, how does this make you feel? It felt great. Like, I was in shock because I was traveling at the time. And when I found out about it, my jaw dropped. Like, I was like, oh, my God, this is insane. And then it was just nonstop for months. For me, it was something that I never thought would happen because, I mean, if you talk to me or you go back into my Twitter and even look at my earlier thoughts when I was in this business, I never thought I'd do porn because it just seems like an insurmountable thing to most people. Everybody's like, how do you do this? Like, How do you get into this? Like, It's like a shadow industry that's out in the open. So it's like, I never thought I'd do it, but then I eventually worked my way into being able to do it professionally, which I'm grateful for. But then that was just unbelievable to me. Like, I never expected that. And I mean, I've been watching Alex Jones for many years. I was interviewed by a radio show in Boston and they asked, me like how do you feel about this like how do you feel about alex jones and i actually used to listen to alex jones like early 2000s like late 2000s like 8 9 10 and like he wasn't as lunatic as he is now like he was a smart dude he exposed the bohemian grove like and it's just now he's just crazy like all the sandy hook stuff and he's like i never said that and it's like yes you did (laughs) yeah it's like does he deny the existence of videotape (laughs) probably i mean i don't know if you saw his response to the trans porn but a woman called in and was like so what about the trans porn alex and he was like what and he was like what about the trans porn on your phone and he was like you know, oh, well, I don't watch trans porn, you know, like at the end of it, basically, he was like, there's two kind of people that watch porn. There's the people who watch porn. And there's people who lie about it. And I don't watch porn. And he's like, you know, like when you open your phone, then there's going to be a lot of tabs on your phone. Like when everybody does it, when you open your phone, there's thousands of pop up tabs on your phone. It's like, 
dude, you're lying. Like, everybody saw it. And, like, he's saying that people... You clearly have listened to some Alex Jones, because that is a dead-on Alex Jones impression. Kai, have you ever considered doing Alex Jones porn? I will dress up as a gay frog. I promise. She'll take it in whichever hole is necessary for... For gay frog porn. Well, I, I have considered it. I It is imperative that I infiltrate the deep state. The deep state of this frog? <laughs> yes, I want to I want to infiltrate the deep state of this frog. It's all the atrazine. It'll make you horny for frog legs. It'll change your chromosomes because they're dumping the chemicals in the water. Oh, man. First needs to talk about that. Super male virility. How, how, how we need to make you more pumped up, more virile. I can't do this. I have- you need to take brain force, too, because if you don't take brain force, the alpha gamma radiation is going to get into your neurons, and you don't want them in your brain. I can only do an Alex Jones when he's yelling. I can't do his normal voice. I'm sorry about the barking at you guys. If you don't have, like, Alex Jones-specific <laughs> bone broth, then you're not going to be like the paleos. Like, they had the strongest bones. Your impression is so good, it's kind of turning me on, and I don't know how to feel about this, because I don't know what that says about me as a person. Alex Jones did used to be jacked, if that says anything, and you wouldn't notice it now. I think it's because transgressive things turn us on. And so the thought of someone really horrible and evil and fucking them, even though in reality it would probably, like, dry out your pussy, the thought of it, you're going, "Mm." Look, everyone's asked, would you kill Hitler? Yes. Would you fuck Hitler? No one's asked that question. No, because you'd probably get like nine kinds of STDs. He was really (laughs) constipated too. You know, I I say this after much thought uh, with the time machine thing. If you had a time machine and like there's always the could you actually kill a baby? I say don't go back and kill baby Hitler. I say go back and put teenage Hitler into art school. And go back and put teenage Alex Jones. You know what? Make him become the tenor that he aspired to be. Let's be frank. You know he was rejected from the opera. Support his dreams. That's why he went into Infowars. He needs to work for the WWE. Like, I don't know why he hasn't. Maybe he just needed a hug and a pony. It would have been so much better. Alex, someone loves you. Not us. Vince McMahon clearly scorned him, and that's why he went down this path. Vince, how could you? No other explanation. Yep, he was Hitler's homelessness on the streets of Vienna, Austria. Yeah. The first time I heard of Alex Jones was like right after college, like when the first set of like 9-11 conspiracy videos were coming out. And like I was, you know, early 20s, didn't know what to believe. Everything was still really disillusioning after Iraq War, the sequel. I first saw, I think it was like the one of the Zeitgeist or Loose Change, one of those documentaries. Oh, yeah. Uh, and Alex Jones's voice is cut into it at some point. And I'd never heard of him before and then years later uh when he sort of become much more internet famous and youtube and all the established sites we have now became a thing i was like oh my god i heard that guy yelling on like that loose change or the like whichever one it was those documentaries yeah he was in waking life too which is a really good movie what's the name of the movie waking life it's a rotoscope movie never heard of it now i'm curious it's really good you should check it out all right so we'll do but we have a porn to watch today or at least we we watched it and wow i have so many we have thoughts i wow i haven't laughed so hard in a while we're reviewing horat we're so excited to watch some Horat. If you don't know what Horat is a parody of, it's a poor parody of Borat. Horat, the sexual learnings of America for make benefit of beautiful nation of Kazakhstan. Because Kazakhstan. 
is the porn version of Kazakhstan. I feel like it was supposed to be Kazakhstan, and then the accent turns it into Kazakhstan, and the and we missed the beautiful pun they worked in. I think it still works. I like the Kazakhstan. I approve. Okay, so before we start getting into this film, first thoughts. Kai, how do you feel about this? I mean, I thought it was hilarious. You chose the movie. Yeah, I mean, I just chose it because I was like, this looks like a funny movie. And nice. I mean, once I realized Tommy Pistol was in it, then I knew it was going to be funny. <laughs> we just had him on. And when I saw he was ditto, I was like, oh my God, it's going to be great. And it was better than I expected. So this specific movie was a 2009 Avian Award nominee for Best Actor and Best Sex Comedy. You know, I want to know who it for this specific movie in this in those two categories but holy shit definitely deserve at least that nomination so everybody has a person in their life that does a Borat impression and this is doing a Borat impression while a beautiful woman is blowing you that is acting he is a thespian that is art this is why Tommy is a crossover star because I'm just saying if you could act with your dick in someone's mouth you can act your tits off with your dick in your pants. Man, how many of you will actually do the Borat impersonation during sex? Most won't. Here, men, take the Borat challenge. Try to do a Borat impression (laughs) during sex. And first, see if you don't laugh. See if you keep your erection and see if she doesn't accidentally clamp down from laughing so hard. Maybe do this while it's not in her mouth. And please email us your results, info at twogirlsonmike.com. We really want to know. I need to know what happens. Like, we need to know, is this, is Tommy really this good? Or can other men manage to pull off a Borat impression while banging? (laughs) I think Tommy's good, but still, I want to know. Gentlemen, do the Borat challenge. And ladies, you're allowed to do this as well. So do the Borat impression. See if he's still rock hard. While you're rioting him, just just yell out, is it nice? Just see how that works out. I want to know. Whoa, whoa, we were. Like, I, oh. <laughs> whoa, whoa, we were means it's a nice. <laughs> oh, my God. You like my pussy. You clean your pussy with gypsy tears. Oh, my God. It is very nice. <sighs> so let's start from the beginning. Um, <laughs> Monkeys in film and naked women and Kazakhstan Ministry of Health presents... It was what you expected from this. I was impressed with the opening credits, even. I was impressed with the custom music. Yeah. And I was impressed with the flag that probably made a lot of Kazakhstan people very angry. (laughs) Yeah. You know, what are they going to do? Bomb the... Oh, sorry. That was culturally insensitive. Before we get letters, I know it's like a percentage of a percentage of a percentage of a percentage. Shut the fuck up. It'll be that one person. Go ahead. Send a fucking letter. You're going to get a letter from Nursalt and Nazarbayev. It's a fake country. Moving on. We start off with this really silly montage that captures the original Borat. Well done. It really does because you have Tommy as Borat doing Borat like escapades throughout it. And I'm really curious as well what language they used because it clearly used, was that Ukrainian or I don't know. It definitely didn't look like Russian. I wish I knew. It's I. I was about to say, you would know better than me as you are actually from Eastern Europe, but I don't think it was Russian. So Borat, you know, he lets us know that uh, he is from Kazakhstan, where they have top quality prostitutes of female, goat, and sheep. 
And uh, he's traveling to America to learn more about Western sex culture. And I'm all in for this from the very beginning. <laughs> yeah. Sister will be number one. His sister is number four prostitute in Kazakhstan, coming to be number one prostitute in America. And get green card. Now, what's really funny is in the beginning, they talk about him going to New York City. And Tommy actually slides in a little line. He says, smells like golden shower on hot summer day. Used to be my home, now like Disneyland. And Tommy is from New York. So, a little slide in. I think he said, it used to be porn capital, but now they turn to Disneyland. <laughs> oh, so yeah. I'm wrong. Never mind. Specifically, it's NYC used to be porn capital of world. Now assholes make it into Disneyland. <laughs> so he was mad about it not being porn capital anymore. Of course, he also right before that said uh, buildings made with money stolen by Jew. And I get to repeat that line because I'm the Jew on the show. I don't know if you're Jewish or not, but uh, I'm look, I'll take the hit on saying the jokingly anti-Semitic thing just so that nobody takes it out of context on us. It's funny, though, because nowadays a film like Borat would never work. You know what? Because he's from the UK, because he's he is Jewish. Like, I think that like because people know the uh, Sasha Baron Cohen so well and his comedy uh, brand in the UK, like he might be able to. But they would not green like that in the US, I don't think. Oh, no, 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 no. Do you remember the scene of the running of the Jews with the Jew egg. Oh yeah. Oh, oh. shit. <laughs> I rewatched Borat recently. Oh god. Here's the thing. Again, gets away with it because he's Jewish. People would still send letters, and they sent letters over that. He was like Eminem. He got sued by everybody. Yeah, basically. I mean, people were much madder. But what was his next one? Like he did one after that. That was a gay character, and it was like Bruno. Yeah, Bruno. And I mean, it wasn't a like. I skipped it because like so many people said it was like, yeah, I was trying to be funny, just kind of was offensive and went with every stereotype it could. Maybe I should watch it and judge for myself, but I didn't hear much good about that one. Borat, though, was, felt groundbreaking when we watched it. That's true. And no one was really doing anything like it. But what I did like was how they were able to work in some of the similar jokes into this porn. Yes. And make it work. The fact that they had uh, the bus full of girls and instead of like you watch before we get there okay fine okay so the first thing though that happens is Borat meets with his sister and her goal is to be number one prostitute and to get a green card I'm just saying she must have done pretty damn well given how quickly that green card situation is uh managed yeah, I mean, although before we get to the green card situation, so she did need to, you know, clean up her assholes. Uh, so, <laughs> oh my God. And all she had to do was climb behind like a plant and just wipe it up. Yeah. And he gets to watch Very Nice. And then we see basically his sister. Um, she basically has a cardboard side. She's standing on a street corner with saying, we'll make sexy time for green card. And it's not too long before she gets a John. The John pulls up in the car. So, Borat is telling his sister to show the merchandise, so she pulls out her boobs, and then they get into the car. Uh, but what I love is that they get to what we assume is Borat's apartment with like this inflatable mattress. Oh my god! It was. And how do we describe this? Hmm. <laughs> Eastern European shabby chic. It's like someone took someone's garage. Put some, I don't know, uh, furniture you found at a garage sale around the corner of this inflatable 
mattress. I say this as someone who had this apartment and is I'm characterizing this from my first apartment. Oh. It's first college apartment scraped together the deposit for it apartment. Yes. And I had an air mattress for the first several months. So I'm saying this from being there. First solo apartment. And uh, what you have is basically Bored kind of talking to his sister and then kind of coaching in a sense you know what's gonna happen that he's gonna turn on some music and then he just basically starts i mean tommy starts falling over stuff uh and breaking shit yeah and it looked like he didn't even mean to do it at first like he just slipped and then just crashed and then just kept doing it so his improv skills are pretty good it's a talent i did love the throwaway where they're speaking in a different language and you have the subtitles where he asks did you clean your pussy with gypsy tears <laughs> now you use my bed and they i want a peanut butter sandwich hold your horses i mean it's very important well i mean it was just as good as him getting milk for his coffee <laughs> <laughs> What I also loved is right after, okay, so my favorite part of this scene was actually right after his sister finishes fucking the John, Tommy comes right back into the scene, like the minute after he's come on his sister, and he brings in like a tub of popcorn. In Kazakhstan, <laughs> he had a ceremonial popcorn we all share, and then it's like confetti. Confetti popcorn. And it's like sticking to her because she's come done. And it's kind of amazing because <laughs> it's so festive. But also, I mean, I feel like I've kind of wanted to be in that position where it's like, oh, this is an actually enjoyable snack. But is this still edible? Because salt, semen, probably. Well, the fact that he walked in and was like trying to get milk from her tits to put in his coffee like blew my mind. Like, I don't know if that was meant to be that way, but that was hilarious. This is why Tommy is an artist. Tommy has told us on the show that he's uh, he's jerked off into a cup of coffee. No one's asked him. He just did that. So <laughs> I feel like that's a personal moment he's shared with us on film. You know, maybe that's just a moment out of his personal life when he was like, it wasn't even a, a Horath moment. It was just a Tommy moment. Who knows? I like the fact that after like they were done, he was like, "Okay, now you now you get married to have a green card." And the guy was like, "What? <laughs> What's with the ring?" <laughs> Came with the prostitute. Apparently, you stick your finger in there and it comes out. You just fuck and then get a green card. That's how it works. You get married and you're legal. That must have been like pre nine eleven or something. So next, Horat goes to the south. Yes, and Horat in the south. And we have this this map uh, set up, you know, in the background for a graphic that I'm sure everyone's seen where we have like the Northeast in California connected to Canada and the South is, is labeled as Jesus land. In South, white people go to church and make black people sit on porch all day. Nice. Oh, my God. Horat. And the North is the United States of Canada. Yep. I mean, is it that far off? It's not not true. My favorite is the fact that we actually get to see someone utilize a phone book in this film. Because I haven't <laughs> seen anyone use a phone book in years. I didn't even think about that. I, it's Yeah, you're right. I think the last time I had one dropped off in my door, I put it in the recycling bin. So what we see is a scene where Horat is in a hotel, clearly. He has a phone book that's open and he's flipped to like the yellow pages of, you know, being able to call up an escort and have someone sent over. And what's interesting to me is I kind of want to now find myself a phone book and see 
are they still doing this? I mean, maybe someone is. Maybe there's like that one guy who's like, you know what? This is consistent revenue. I'm not going to stop. Someone's still using this. Maybe this is what uh, happened in a post-FOSTA-SESTA world. The phone book. People go back to using the phone book. <laughs> That's going to be what happens for escorting now is the phone book. It's the one secret they don't want you knowing. Fuck it. I just blew the secret then. I guess it won't happen after all. So he orders, was it chocolate bush? Hello, I would like to order one of your chocolate goddesses. That's it. Then he starts reading the Bible and it's burning bush, just use gypsy tears. <laughs> gypsy tears, wow. Apparently that cures everything in Kaksakistan. I like how he continues slipping through. He's like, uh, makes it no sense. He's very funny. <laughs> <laughs> so eventually the escort shows up. We have this chocolate goddess and her name, maybe I misheard it, was it Galata? I heard Gelata, but I could have heard... It's Delata, like D-E-L-O-T-T-A. I was very wrong. My hearing is not working in my old age. So Delata, he explains to her, to this chocolate goddess, that in his country, it's a ritual where they must wrestle first. (laughs) And we get a Horat wrestling scene out of the way fairly quickly. And then, of course, a ceremonial hawk dance, because why wouldn't you... How do we describe this hawk dance? I am at a loss. Yeah. You know, let's just say watch for the hawk dance. Watch for the hawk dance. Whatever turns you on. (laughs) Come for the bear BDSM, stay for the hawk dance. So uh, we begin by Horat, uh, you know, saying to Dolata, may I see your utters? And that's where I fucking lost it. Yeah, it's hearing a man referring to boobs in a sexual context as utters. Oh. But he said it with so much seriousness. May I see your others? It's just, this was his, this man's deepest sexual desires right now, to see others. I guess that's a callback to him trying to get milk out of her tits for his coffee. <laughs> <laughs> you know, he did mention in the same breath at the beginning of the film, goats, sheep, and women for prostitutes. So two out of three of these are things that we regularly consider milk-producing critters. You know, maybe he's just, he's hearkening back to the the tits of his homeland. You know what? It's clearly uh, just a small cultural divide. But as as soon as they're out, we have the, what was he? Or I can't Borat voice. But he does ask to be slapped in the face with them. Oh, yeah. And what I kind of loved about this scene is that she has fairly large oh, tits. Yeah. Now, then again, I have no tits. So seeing a woman with actual tits slap a man in the face with them it looked like she was also throwing some power like throwing her back into it they were impressive tits yeah it was an impressive display of of face slappery with them and enough that you could see him like kind of jump back a little when being slapped so uh that's a strong dope don't break a nose so big i've been thwacked with one that's pretty heavy before but that had a certain slappy quality to it. It was impressive. I mean, I've never experienced being whacked by balls so big where I'm like, all right, this might break a nose. This might do some damage. Then again, I have maybe I just haven't seen the right balls yet. I mean, I think a bigger dick might have a better chance of doing some damage. Dread. <laughs> but I enjoyed that during sex, he stayed in character. For example, when they were switching in doggy style, she suggests that, and he, you know, she's like, "Oh no, no, not not a real dog." I I don't yeah like this this one. Like sometimes I stutter on the show because I'm a stutterer, and sometimes I stutter on the show because the the porn. 
it it leaves me without words. And normally that takes a ball gag or a dick in my mouth. I mean, this went there. Well, my favorite part was during coitus, you see a bear. And yeah. Kai, let's talk about the bear. Yeah, that wasn't random at all. <laughs> what did he say? I, I'm surprised they don't call it bear style. And then... He says, I have a bear. And then <laughs> out of a closet. So first so first off, this guy has been waiting in the closet this entire time. It seems like an opportune place to wait. And then during your cue in the middle of sex, burst out in a bear costume. I'm not going to make an R. Kelly joke. Please do. Like he's going to sue us. All right. Well, I guess I just did. He's, he's going to rot in jail probably. Good. Unlike R. Kelly, a bear will protect you from... Jews, I guess. Yeah, this is... Been- That's what he said. Borat has some Jew issues. Or sorry, Horat. Horat. But this is... It's what we might call a problematic comedy now, indeed. I mean, Borat would be considered a problematic comedy. Does comedy ever really age well? Probably not. Very rarely. It either gets boring or it gets offensive. I mean, Airplane, I would say, still holds up, but that's exceptionally rare. True. A lot of comedy kind of dies a painful death over time, and it's sad to watch. It's like, oh, I used to laugh at this, so my taste was bad. Yeah, it's like going back and watching Friends and finding out it's outrageously transphobic. Yep. Oh, definitely. Pretty much all the 90s was. Yeah. So I'm sure that in in about a year or two, I'm going to be, like, hanged for saying, like, you know, having sex, would you be willing to have sex with a bear? I'm sure someone might be into that. I don't know. Hey, just a reminder— no offense and all love sent out to the bears in the gay community. We love our bears. Oh, wait. I didn't mean those kind of bears. No. Those bears <laughs> I approve of. I very yeah. much approve of bears. But I mean like full bear costume. It's, yeah, I mean. Oh, wait. No, wait. Now I'm making fun of furries. Fuck yeah. me. I'm not helping myself. <laughs> Look, we we approve of whoever consenting adult you want to mash genitalia with or do some tribbing with. I meant yeah. like maybe an actual bear. Yeah, an actual bear. Like, like the Revenant, only a porn? You know, whatever Leonardo DiCaprio wants to do. That's a little bit too much method acting for me. If you close your eyes and listen to it, it sounds like he's having sex. It's all good. (laughs) Kind of like women's tennis. (laughs) Very much so. All right. So just shockingly, a bear comes out of the closet and that's somehow not the end of the sex scene. That's the middle of it. Yeah. Everybody wants to see a bear have sex. Normally when a bear comes out of a closet, it's a gay sex scene after that. And it was not today. Then after sex, the bear comes back out because why wouldn't? You know, the bear is like his comrade. Now, I want to know, did the bear come with him from Kazakhstan? Or is this like a a New York acquired bear? I mean, it could just be one of those people who like takes photographs with you for like a dollar. Oh. Times Square. Grabbed him in Times Square. Why lie? I need weed, you know? (laughs) I mean, let's be frank. I like dropped off his sister, picked up a bear. I went to Times Square, found a bear. Very nice. (laughs) He became my best friend. (laughs) We have sexy time. Exactly. (laughs) This is what we do with the women of America. After I spent all my money on chocolate goddess, things got very lonely. There were no women to be found. And uh, we see this little scene of Horat on a scooter. And then even him sleeping with the scooter on the street. Fondling the scooter. and He likes. It's, oh, he does like that scooter very much. And then the van full of girls shows up, which, of course, if you remember in Borat, there was the, God, this van full of guys that got horribly intoxicated and said awful things. And they were like, they got us drunk and we said bad things. It's like, 
yeah, I don't say shit like that when I'm drunk, guys. But, you know, the van pulls up and it's a bunch of party girls and it's going to be fun. Anyways, we want to call it our Winnebango. So what do you girls like to do? We like to party. We're at like to party. It turns out they are from a sorority called STD. Nice. <laughs> it's our sisterhood, STD. We're the STD girls. I kind of want to know, is there like an STD sorority? An actual one that has like the S to T and the, you know, Delta or whatever. I mean, if, if you belong to uh, Sister Theta Delta, uh, whatever it might be with initials STD, please email us. Sigma Theta Delta? Sigma Theta Delta. Uh, the STD girls info at two girls, one mic. I want to know. I feel like they would have changed their name by now. No. I hope not. No one's kept Sigma Theta Delta. Well, there's Sigma Delta Tau, but that's what Google told me. Damn it. I'm mixing up my... I'm fired from the podcast now. <laughs> I can't do this anymore. Fuck it. I quit. Throwing my devices away. I'm out. Not allowed to do that yet. Not especially when uh, Borat is about to have some very interesting sex. Oh, yeah. He just jumps right into the sexy time. And then how did it come up that the girl who was blowing him was Jewish? Exactly. So she brings it up while uh, I think she was blowing him. She says, have you ever done it with a Jewish girl? And suddenly this look on his face, of like you can hear a the whore. records coming to us in your brain. You hear the record needle coming to it, like scratch. And like he gets this look of... <gasps> on his face and he turns to the other women and he's like she's no jew like horrified like this can't be true this this can't be a thing and eventually given that there is a mouth on his i'm confused i like there's a mouth on his balls and it makes it all okay first jew who ever touched me i'm confused i like Dick sucking cures a lot. Who knows? It might just cure anti-Semitism. So are you saying that a blowjob could have prevented World War II? I... How many blowjobs would we have had to have traded to the Axis to have stopped this? That is a great question. Write in info at Two Girls One Mike. <laughs> How many blowjobs would have prevented World War II? We're asking the tough questions. The answer is blowing in the wind or in your pants. Sorry. I deserve booing for that. <laughs> Regardless, the girls definitely are now pledges of STD. Oh, yeah. There's been some banging. So then I hate to ask for takeaway from scenes in porn because it's a very uh, strange thing to ask. But your takeaway from the STD scene, please, Kai. I like the fact that he was fucking a girl while eating another girl out while she was up on the top bunk and he was fucking the other girl beneath. That was creative. It was like a sex octopus. I've always wanted more shelving in my life. <gasps> See, this this is good. This is where organization skills come handy. Organization? <laughs> How did you know? He's talking about whore at. True. Organization. Organize your whores. One on each shelf. Organize. I feel like this definitely appeals to my ADD-ness and OCD-ness of wanting to organize stuff. Like, oh my God, can you organize whores? alphabetical order on shelves how do you organize them do you do it alphabetically oh, do i know you do how it by number by how many bangs oh, how do we do this when you organize fleshlights uh uh you do it by preference so that way you do it by amount of times you bang them or by size or by depth or by color why not see you can choose your organizational system because i think the only way you can own a a thing you're banging is if it's a toy so a fleshlight or a dildo those are one of your options, I think. And since I have a giant collection, that's maybe how I should start organizing them. 
by order of preference. Oh. Or length. So I feel like we need to go on a slight tangent for a second. Oh, yeah. So speaking of fleshlights and uh, dicks and dildos. So first off, I'm moving into a new apartment. So now I need to reorganize my entire sex collection. I feel like you're going to end up making an entire like you're going to do a build out on a portion of your closet is a thing that'll happen. I now have a walk-in closet. It's so becoming a walk-in sex closet. I was going to compare it to something out of Fifty Shades of Grey, but I don't want to insult you. So that's that's a mean thing to say to someone. I apologize. The idea is there. Yeah. It's the prettiness of the thing. So Kai, um, Yvette and I did something and we need to tell you about it. And we're going to turn away from Horat for a quick second, but I copied my vagina and she copied her husband's dick. Nice. It's Clonawilly is the brand. I now have a glow-in-the-dark version of my husband's dick. How do you feel about this? <laughs> I'm still coming to terms with it. My, Because, um, you know, I put it into our, our little love closet. He came out of our bedroom the other day and said to me, honey, there was... I just randomly came across my dick. <laughs> In the closet. <laughs> it's just, it was a bizarrely fun bonding experience to make the thing together. So that was unexpected. But yeah, it's like, it's weird and silly. And, you know, you do end up for the penis one, you have a an insertable vibrator in it. So I now have a vibrating model of my husband's dick. Wait a minute, wait a minute. You can make it vibrate? Oh, yeah. It, they send in the kit, they send a, uh, a little, there's a vibrator that you... No. Oh, shit. You make a mold of it and then you pour in silicone and put in like it's like it's the best science project I have ever done. And I am a scientist. So and you mix the little silicone things to pour into there and then you bust it out. And you've got a little like and you put the I've got myself a vibrating version of my designated penis. Kai, have you ever cloned your dick? <laughs> I haven't, but I actually recently posted on Twitter what the best options were because I've I've been wanting to. I've been getting a lot of requests for it. It's kind of just a thing that's been happening over the couple past couple of years. People will be like, you should clone your dick. I want your dick. And it's like, okay. <laughs> your life is hard, Kai. People want your dick. Yes, my life is hard, just like a lot of other things in my life. <laughs> people are writing in for your dick. I mean, that's like, there are people who people want their dick, but people are writing for your dick. That's pretty good. And those are the people who are vocal about it. Consider the people who aren't vocal. Consider the people at home yearning. Yearning for my dick. There are yearners. Yearners. So the kit that Yvette and I use, so uh, it was a company they reached out. Uh, we were talking to Clona Willie. We're partnering with them for this episode. Uh, we're giving you guys a discount code for them. So if you want to do your own science experiment at home, uh, you can use the promo code two girls. So spell out two girls, one word together for I don't know how much percentage off. So take a guess, figure it out. Maybe it's 10, 15%, maybe 20 if you're lucky. I have no idea. We'll put it into show notes. We'll double check. Don't worry. We'll help you out with that. So I made a clone of my vagine. Just the vagine, not the bubs? There wasn't enough uh, for me to do it of the bubs. It'd be hard to do it, clone it of a flat wall. So now I need to know, did you choose one of the fun colors? or Hot you pink. Can... <gasps> this is nice. exciting. So how how do you like the results? So good news and bad news. So here's the bad news. I'll just get it out of the way. So if you're going to clone your vagina... It's an art project. That's how- <laughs> <laughs> there is some work to this. But also, it's not a fleshlight. So if you're like, oh, I'm going to make a fleshlight for my man, 
or woman or whomever. Yeah, no, it's not that. It's just like a mold of your pussy. That's what it is. Mine is in hot pink. It looks like a deformed monarch butterfly. (laughs) I'm sure yours is a pretty monarch butterfly. Well, it's hot pink now, so yes. (laughs) Are you appreciative of the art project that is the end results? Yes. Well, it's... Okay, so I'm glad I went through (laughs) this because I... Okay, I mean, initially I was skeptical. I was like, okay, so wait, I need to mix this mixture together and then press it up against me and hold it there for two to four minutes. How is that for the lady parts? Because I saw this in action on a dick and it looked okay. It was fine. Um, If anything, the toughest part was I obviously needed to clean down there and it's the winter time. So I, oh, I had to, I had to do gotcha. quite a bit of landscaping. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. Understood. Sorry, audience, you're hearing too much. Uh, sorry, people that I know who listen now to my ladyscaping habits, I guess. And to everyone else, you're welcome. I have no complaints. I felt like I was lost there for a while. That was the hardest part. There's a, you have to hold this thing on to make the first mold out of it for about two minutes and it's just it's a weird few minutes while you're like i hope that my parts are in the right position (laughs) to make a good looking mold out of it's just it's a very strange few moments of your life while this gooey stuff is being held up against also you can't i mean they they said specifically and i'm glad they actually sent me because i'm stupid and I don't. I read instructions and they're like, no, read this several times. And I'm like, I read it once. Uh, and they're- <laughs> My husband's the one who's like, read that. You're putting that where? Read it. No, he, he thought it was fun. So it was, it was, it was a good little experiment for us. But. They said, um, use 90 degree water and anything oh, yeah. hotter is going to solidify faster. Well, I'm glad they gave me extra powder because I screwed up the mold the first time. I oh. think I used like 107 degree water or something. Oh shit. It's 90 was... degree. Yeah. So first time did not work out. Mine was at like 93 or so when I said it and I'm like, ah, whatever happens, happens. And obviously it didn't kill anything his dick is still attached the the mold of the dick still worked so and your husband's dick still works too post mold you know there was that tragic accident but i'm kidding i'm kidding everything still works but now i have a hot pink version of my pussy and i'm not sure what to do with it so listeners mount that shit on the wall Give it a shadow box. I almost want to read what uh, I can do and don't do on eBay. I almost feel like we don't have a big enough following yet, but I kind of want to see who's going to want this in an auction. Anyone? Anyone? You know someone would buy that. People are insane. Would anyone? No. Yeah, someone would. That one person. You know what? I'll bid on it under an alias. You would Donald Trump that shit. Oh, well, I I wouldn't use charity funds. You have the most expensive pussy, Alice. I promise. Kai, what should I do with my pussy? I mean, not my actual pussy, my fake hot pink one. All I heard was Donald Trump and pussy, and I got lost from the conversation. (laughs) That's a good coping mechanism. What do you mean? What should you do with it? Sell it if you want. Mm, I don't know. Should I give it away? What should I do with my pussy? Write in. Info at two girls on mic. Again, the hot pink fake one, not my actual one. Please don't. I'm not auctioning off my regular one. I say auction off the hot pink one for charity. See how much that pussy will go for. That's not a bad idea. And in the meanwhile, if you want to clone your own dick and or pussy, well, go to clonawilly.com. Use the promo code two girls at checkout. 
you're welcome. I'm sorry, I guess. And you're going to have a ton of fun. <laughs> yeah, we, we had a good time. And now I have a glow in the dark version of my husband's dick that will forever remind me also of our Simpsons episode with the plutonium rod. So it's <laughs> look, all I'm saying is like I texted you, you can now be double penetrated by your husband. Just saying it can happen. It's true. You think I didn't think of that? I have goals in life and now I can reach those goals. Maybe I should clone it one, one or three more times, for four more, four more times. Then I can reach those goals. Four, five, five. Clone now a we're willy. getting excessive. Clone, clone a, a willy. willy. Come on, clone a willy. get back to us. <laughs> now you can put your husband in every hole. <laughs> these nostrils, we need to clog these. Okay, your mouth is like a chipmunk's. <laughs> <laughs> just ambitious. (laughs) It doesn't have the square footage, but not a quitter. So uh, I think we should get back to our porn because here's my next favorite scene where uh, we have a bear. Yeah. Borat says, I think college girls are really shape-shifting Jews trying to make me their personal slave. I will hire this dominatrix to train this bear to get back at these Jews. I like. And she's uh, dominating the bear. She's beating the bear. This is amazing. It is a person in a full-fledged bear costume yet again so uh you see her beating the shit out of the bear then they fuck and uh for a very short scene and then uh, you see the bear sharing a cigarette in bed with the dominatrix as you would it is what i would call a training slash banging montage not a full sex scene fair enough fair enough that's pretty much it of the bear scene having yeah. sex and being dominated But then Borat goes to a tattoo parlor to discuss the controversial topic of gay marriage. We have a lesbian sex scene. That one, there wasn't really anything interesting for me. Did you guys? I I mean, I'll never complain when there are a lot of boobs in a scene and nice boobs at that. But it was like there was no Borat in the seat. Like it wasn't the Borat acting, you know? Yeah, it was just a sex scene that was in the movie. Like, it wasn't really a part of the movie, it felt. Yeah. It was like, hey, we can put a lesbian scene in this. We can market this as having a lesbian scene, too. We can put that hashtag underneath the movie. Let's add this scene in. That's what I got out of that scene. So back to the bear. (laughs) Because the movie does get back to the bear. More importantly. So uh, now that my bear Shasha was trained, I will release him on the shape-shifting Jew girls. So the bear chases a specific college girl throughout her campus and then carries her away, ties her up. That was some fancy rope bondage. Let's give him credit. Was it? That was some pretty solid bondage. I've seen fancier. I would say it was well done. Well, uh, what we do know is that uh, just like my sister, uh, Bear fell in love and left me for shape-shifting Jew girl. So happy ending for the bear, at least. And apparently uh, Borat's sister has left him before for a shape-shifting college Jew girl. So he flies his uh, brother, Dildo, to United States from Canada. <laughs> my hat's off to the writers. They went for it. Dildo. My brother, Dildo. Kai, tell us about Dildo. It's his brother. <laughs> <laughs> Please don't send us letters. The We're line in the movie so is... Okay, fuck you. The line is my retarded brother, Dildo. Okay, we said the line. Please don't fucking send us letters. I know this is problematic. Okay, okay. That's the... We didn't write this movie. But fuck you. We all laughed. 
This wasn't that long ago, but it's like, I think, yeah. It's like 2007, I think. Yeah. 10 years ago. Horat, yeah, 2008. Borat came out in 06. It's funny because it came out when I was, I was an American living in England. And it was interesting because I, my friends over there were like watching me and like going, ha ha, Americans are dumb. See, they don't get that this is a joke. And it's like. Dude, you see a guy running around on the subway with a chicken loose on the subway. Your first thought isn't going to be, is someone filming this? At least not back in 2006. Well, your first thought is this is perfectly normal behavior. Yeah, exactly. Especially in New York City. Oh, I take the subway every day? No, totally normal, actually. Yeah. I'm not even joking. Just like, just watch the Eric Andre show. There was a, a scene with Borat when he was in the Deep South where he was at a dinner and he had uh, a bag of poo that he like he didn't you know he was afraid to poo in the you know it's obviously a bit but you know they were so understanding to him they were pretty horrible about some things but it's like they were understanding to a man who brought a bag of poo to the table (laughs) if anything they weren't that bad to someone who came over and did say some pretty awful things you know what fair enough and that that's some southern hospitality right there Until he sang the national anthem, then it was all over. I got to give him credit, though. That was gold. Like, you know, they they probably weren't expecting that. Being able to pull off a straight face through all the different types of shit that you put people through in a movie like this, that is why Sasha Baron Cohen has more money than I do. He definitely fucked a few people over to make that movie. <laughs> oh, yeah. Gosh, I can't even imagine. Oh, especially with his newest show, um, Who is America? I am America. I kind of love that he met up with people from, you know, actual legislators. It's like, all right, so this is how we're going to fight ISIS. <laughs> With your dick out. The craziest part from uh, Who is America was they actually might have uncovered a pedophilia ring. Yeah, and supposedly they did nothing? No, no, no. They sent- But we're not sure. They didn't air the episode because they were like, this is too fucked up. uh, And they sent uh, the footage of that straight uh, over to the FBI. Okay, yes. Yeah, and stuff about that came uh, out after the season was... But yeah, the fact that they managed to find evidence of something from that, and immediately the thought is, get the evidence to the FBI. Like, it's an interesting when something that's supposed to be comedy crosses over into investigative journalism kind of accidentally. Well, it's like the politician who got fired for saying the N-word repeatedly. Which one? (laughs) He was talking about how like we're gonna train to fight ISIS and like he basically just oh, got yeah. him to like start saying the N word. Yeah, that one. Mm. Totally it's, normal. Yeah, that guy's yeah. not problematic at all. We live in interesting times, don't we? I say interesting because I don't. It stops me from crying. <laughs> Moving on. Horat is trying to get his uh, brother involved with having sex with him and a swingers couple. And uh, he asks the couple, do you swing when you have sex? And uh, so here's the interesting part where in a porn, they censored Dildo's penis. It might have been a a shout to the original Borat when they censored um, one of the characters' penises. Maybe. I'm not sure why, though. But regardless, Dildo screams, runs away. Then uh, we're we're left with Horat to have sex with uh, the swinging couple. It's funny because initially uh, the woman is also very confused because she's like smelling his hair as he's sucking her tits. And she's like, I don't think he washed his hair. Uh And it's also a a wig, just to clarify. But, you know, it was a good fuck where at the very end his mustache is falling off. (laughs) When you're getting the effects of chemotherapy through – I know, it's just glued on, but still. (laughs) It was a fun little threesome. 
there. It's And at the end, he decided to bathe in a pool of gypsy tears to rid himself of the AIDS. Nice. One thing I have to say, though, before we get to the pool scene, he thanked the swinging couple um, by saying dziękuję, which is what Borat would say. And that is how you say thank you in Polish. Huh. Nice. I didn't expect there to be Polish in this film. And they used it properly. Well, in Borat, they use like, everybody knows Yakshimash, and that's Polish. That's how are you doing? I knew eventually your your superpower of having a random Eastern European language as your first language would come in handy. I did not realize today would be the day. Look, it's either Borat porn or communist porn, and it's going to be one or the other. <laughs> Wait, there's communist porn? We will I mean, find it. Aren't threesomes inherently communistic? We'll seize your means of production, baby. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Sharing is caring. Is that socialist porn or communist porn? Because I think communism means you're seizing the means of production. That means you have to spread the penis around because that's the means of... I don't know. I got nothing. If you're an expert on socialist versus communist porn, please email us info at twogirlsonemike.com. But we need to know if there's a difference between the two of them. Does it does one have to have like a certain like forebearer of the philosophy like as uh, you know incorporated into the porn? Does the plot start off with waiting in a bread line? Is like one in in Russia versus uh Denmark cuz I think that could be the uh, the defining thing. Yeah, but Denmark's a capitalist country. We could go through this all day yeah now we just need socialist porn i just i need to know it probably exists yeah i mean communism porn probably wouldn't be too good depending on what version of communism you're looking at no yeah where instead of fucking you just get sent to a gulag <laughs> i mean you're gonna get fucked just not in the way you signed up for you're just gonna be made to build a very long highway and then die and buried on the highway your bones shall build the highway for the state comrade someone got erect to that yeah so if he didn't get erect to it he'd be stalin <laughs> Oh. oh, yes. That's what I'm here for. I'm all about the bad jokes. What this podcast is about. I'm like, I've got my bad jokes and then I've got my I'll lose my career jokes. <laughs> That's what this podcast is for. There's a line somewhere between them. It's like, look, I'll repeat certain words that I wouldn't repeat otherwise. But like, yikes. Yeah, you just got to have the really bad jokes. Like communism porn is putting it in you, you know? Oh. oh. Yes. Cringy. We'll take it, though. I like it. I like it. I wouldn't take it from Putin. We've discussed banging Putin on this show before. Have we? Briefly, I think. But it's like, I think it came down to it. You know, he's evil, but he's evil sexy, but he might be a little too evil to fuck. I really don't remember this conversation. You know, who knows? I really don't think he's sexy, but that's, you know. (laughs) Finding out that he is, uh, that the entire image that he puts out is all kind of a facade that kind of takes away from the sexy of it. I mean, Kai, also, we're not comparing like Putin to Tommy Pistol. We're comparing Putin, I guess, to like Kim Jong Un, I guess. Yeah. Like, or Gorbachev. Yeah. I mean, like, there's a scale of like Justin Trudeau down to like Donald Trump. And like, there's a really big range in world leaders, you know? Yeah. There are, that's true. Justin Trudeau is universally pretty. And then somewhere in there, you have Nieto, who it's like criminal, but also kind of cute. Like, there are problems with these people, and yet I have eye holes. No Xi Jinping. You know, I'm saying this just because I hear it annoys him. He reminds me of Winnie the Pooh. Yeah, that's true. (laughs) I'm saying that because I still live in a free country, and I can say that here. Well, we can. Yeah. Well, we're not censored for comedy here. Wait, that only happened to Kathy Griffin. Kathy Griffin, you're going to come on the show eventually. We already got Tom Arnold. We're going to get Stormy. We're going to get you. We're going to get the trifecta of people who Trump has gone after for anything that'd be one hell of a show eventually we'll have them all on a live show 
They don't know it yet. Eventually. It's going to happen. I guess. We're working on it. Didn't you say you met Stormy at EVN? I did. And she was amazing. Like, I met her at AEEs uh, before AVNs. Like, one of my friends pointed her out. It's like, oh, she's doing a book signing right there, like near the Wood Rocket table. And I kind of was in shock. And I went over and I talked to her for a hot second. Come on, Stormy. So I guess back to the porn. We guess. I mean, we should do. Yeah. Probably. We should wrap it up at least. Yeah. So... As I look back, my long journey across America was success. My sister get green card. I have sex with hot chocolate brownie, have sex with shape-shifting Jew, and have sex with married man-wife. I like America and think I will stay. Jinkoya. Watch it just to see somebody keep in character as Borat whilst getting a blowjob. That's worth it. Just the fact that he dived into the pool and lost the wig and then it cut back to him with the <laughs> wig on, I was like, that was pretty amazing. That was solid. And I understand his reasoning for wanting to go into the pool. I mean, you know, he wanted to take a bath in a pool of gypsy tears to rid himself of the AIDS, you know, as one does. Yeah, I mean, just ask Charlie Sheen. It worked out great. Did he get AIDS or was that HIV? Well, one's coming eventually. Hopefully. Not. You keep trying to treat it with gypsy tears and you're going to get yourself some fucking AIDS, my friend. But I believe it's still HIV. Yeah. So gypsy tears are called Truvada in this case. <laughs> yeah. Also, let's acknowledge gypsy isn't the correct, is kind of an employed term too. It is. It's just been a day of terms that we wouldn't use out in the real world. That's Borat. <laughs> it's a safe space for unsafe spaces. Yeah. This is probably our most un-PC episode. Borat said it. <laughs> We're so sorry. Please don't send us letters. Look, I don't have enough anxiety medication to deal with hate mail right now, so don't do it. I have enough Adderall to get through the emails before Yvette doesn't hit delete, so I could do that at least. If they're funny, send them. Fuck it. Do it. Go for it. I think we're going to reiterate the challenge, so uh, please, if you haven't already, have sex with your partner, break out into Borat voice, see if they uh, laugh or not, see if they go with it, see if they stay hard, see if they don't. Write to us. Let us know what happens. Bonus points if you're a woman who does this, just because I think it has to be a little... How much harder would it be for, for a guy to keep their erection versus a woman just not laugh? Like if you hear that Borat voice pop out in the middle of sex and you're not ready for it. That sounds like a challenge. It is. So we're, uh, we're officially starting it. This is the Two Girls, One Mike Pod Challenge. The Horat Challenge. Please go out and just, just drop a, it's a nice, in the middle of, of sexy times. Whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> Please write to us. Let us know about your experience with the Horat Challenge. Info at twogirlswonemike.com. Uh, we want to know, how did that go for you? As well as if you wanted to participate in any of our other interesting challenges on this episode, as well as letting us know about communist porn or cloning your dick with Clona Willie's kicks. Uh, so again, promo code for that for a discount to clone your dick and or vagina is two girls written out one word. So code two girls, get a discount and clone your parts. Make them glow. We're a code now. We're moving up oh, in the world. We're oh my God, we're a code. <laughs> we're Not only are we a code, somebody, uh, my friend Gretchen made fan art of us. I saw that. Wasn't that adorable? Nice. Yeah, although she gave me tits. That's not accurate. She gave me tits to, look, it wasn't a picture in which she could work asses onto us. So like in, the, in the absence, look- you are a majority ass. It's it is a beautiful thing. It's just it was not a picture in which ass could be worked in, so it had to be balanced. I love how my I nitpick about the boobs, and yet you know it's like, yeah, but the claws are fine. She did draw those claws in perfectly. 
I'm just going to say, and even cartoon eyes, I think she kept our, our faces with the features. Uh, like we are recognizably us. We are eagle-eyed, sort of like we're, we're birds and we look like us. It's kind of adorable. I never thought I would look at a photo and be like, that's me. We've been cartoonized twice now. We've been Simpsonized and we've been turned into birds. Nice. I've been drawn once or twice. And people have asked for your dick, Kai, so make it happen. Nobody's asked for my dick yet. Yeah, that's like so technical. I need help with that. Like, that's too crazy for me. Like, how many people do you need? What, like how many dicks? Oh, I meant to clone your dick, but like, okay, sure. That too. Oh, like one person probably? <laughs> like one person to lick your ass, one person to fondle the balls, and one person to help hold the thing. I'm just, I'm giving helpful advice. Yep. And then all the other dicks just all over the place. And the vagines, very nice. And the vagine. You know, there has to be a clone of, like, eventually there's going to be, like, clone a breasticle case. Like, people are going to be cloning their boobs. Everything's going to be on the market to be cloned. I still want to know how you exactly clone for a fleshlight because I don't understand how you could clone the inside unless people are just taking a guess. So I need to find that out. You know, I don't have the the appendage to fuck a fleshlight, so I have no idea what... what. Kai, have you at any point fucked a fleshlight? Yeah, I have it on video. I realize I could have Googled that before fucking asking you. That uh, scene is not out yet. Oh, okay. Never, never fucking mind then. Uh, so- <laughs> but where can people find you and your scenes though? Pornisnotevil.com. I like that. We like it and we agree. So that's where people could find all things Kai Bailey? I mean, that's where they can find all videos, Kai Bailey. Lots of having sex and other wonderful stuffs. And then I'm at Kai Bailey Triple X on Twitter. Porn is not evil on Facebook and other such platforms. Also have an OnlyFans, which is Kai Bailey. Nice. And any interesting projects coming up or anything else that you want to promote? Just my website is where all my filming is at, and I'm filming a lot more and always working, trying to work. Awesome. My question, just really quickly, how does a flashlight fucking feel? I mean, it feels crazy. It feels like you're getting wrapped in like a bowl of jelly that's in a sock that's all solidified. <laughs> huh. Interesting. I mean, I don't know what that is compared to a vagina. I don't have one. I mean, I don't have the thing that goes into the, you know what I mean? I just. Not as good. It just feels colder sometimes. Interesting. But that might have been the lube who knows (laughs) so now we know anyways guys go check out kai go check out this film we had a lot of fun reviewing it we we laughed way too much at things that were really inappropriate and please again don't send us hate mail we just send us things that you would rather us review that doesn't have so many words that we would rather not say on the show hashtag horat challenge For a challenge. <laughs> and actually, uh, so for people who definitely send us stuff to review are mostly our Patreons. Actually, we have some patrons to thank because they were the ones who helped Kai get a microphone as well as help fund this episode and help keep the lights on here. Uh, so our patrons that we want to thank today are Matthew Culp, Michael Gatt. Brian Gowdy, Wendy Cornwall, Shane Wright, Tracy Miller, Sam Montooth, Mr. Danks, Matthew Green, and many more. And if you want to become a patron, and by the way, we have additional content and conversation with Kai, as well as plenty of other interviews and people. And if you want that extra content, just go to patreon.com slash two girls, one mic, or 
just go to twogirlswithmike.com and click the donate button and it'll take you right to Patreon. So where you can subscribe and become a member and get other cool shit from us or even talk to us, you know, maybe we could do that. Uh, so Yvette, where can people find you? You can come and hang out with me over at all the places Cybabe. So at the Cybabe on Twitter and Instagram over at facebook.com slash Cybabe and Cybabe.com where I talk about science and with a side of dick joke so basically here but with a little bit more chemistry alice where can people find you well people can find me on twitter at rational blonde or playing around with my hot pink vagina i guess somewhere on the internet wow well hello you were on the front page of live league a little while ago <laughs> i i uh, guess she will never live that down and also i was on the front page of uh, world star hip-hop nice as i've said on the show many a times you were always one fuck away from being a porn star. You're so close, girl. I will walk the line. I will walk the line. I'm Johnny Cash. You'll walk the line. Sorry. You are so close. No. You know the right. We, we no. know. All we have to, we would just have to make a phone call. We even know the people. We have their phone numbers. We could get this done. No. And if I did, <laughs> it would be blazer porn. I'm not removing my blazer. I wear a blazer all the time. You know that when one day the two girls will make porn parody comes out, like they'll know to put you in a blazer and a thong now. I hope so. That shit's going to happen. I have so many things I want out of this future porn, actually. You have aspirations. <gasps> I do have aspirations. Oh. Yeah, it's just at the end of the porn, it's just going to have to be one big gangbang of everyone that we've ever interviewed, just all just in a big fuck pile. Just everything and every hole, every like it's just gonna be like everyone's gonna be covered in lube. That'll be the end of the of the porn review. Or it'll be everyone we ever gave a bad review, like getting revenge sex. So how many people is that? We've only given one bad review. So that basically would be us in full holes. <laughs> and even then it wasn't it wasn't that we thought the sex was bad. It was that the there were continuity errors. So many issues. We come for the plot. And the boobs, but still the plot. You know, I kind of wish that if they do do a porn parody of our podcast, that they just have like all the most interesting parts of the different porns we have reviewed. So like the six minute cum shot. Oh my God. We'll also have, <gasps> you know, some yellow dicks in there. Oh yeah. We'll have like popcorn being thrown on us after someone gets cummed on and a bear. You should see the IMDB review of this movie. It's pretty, pretty rough. <laughs> It's just all of our followers with uh, with the things we've traumatized them with through the years. We'll get to write the script. Look, I'm getting ahead of myself, which means it's probably time to pull the plug on this episode. Which kind of plug? Oh, the butt plug. She's been holding it this entire time. Look, it's just, it's one of the rules that Alice has for me. We weren't supposed to talk about that. Yes, we were. Okay, fine. This, today it was, it was supposed to be Patreon content. Not anymore. Okay, anyways. Kai, thank you for joining us today. Guys, thanks for listening to us. And of course, leave us a review. Tell all your friends. That's how we get more listeners. Uh, and subscribe on Patreon, seriously. Uh, and we will catch you guys next week. Bye. Bye. Bye.